Cheyenne, can you believe it? This is the 70th episode of Birdie's Not BS. You have put up with me somehow for 70 episodes. So, you know what? In the true spirit of this episode, I'm going to say it. You ready for it? Here it comes. Back at it again. Oh, episode man. 70, the- Birdie's Not BS. I got Cheyenne Woods. She's traveling. Shy, where you at? <laughs> Somewhere in a hotel around America, as usual, living out of my suitcase. <laughs> Can you believe 70 episodes? Like, Seven. that's a lot. You've put up with me for a lot of minutes of content. That's 70 weeks, more than probably 70 hours, because our episodes <laughs> are only 20 minutes long, but best believe, <laughs> you know, our conversations go longer. So, <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know how you put up with me, but you know, it's funny when we talk about, you know, episode 70 and we're going to look back kind of over the show for a little bit this episode. I, I, we started with 10 minutes. It was like eight-minute content with like two minutes of getting technical. And and the people wanted more from you. Well, oh, us, I guess. I'm saying you. I, I mean, you maybe know. they just said me, but... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's you- why we ended up changing it. You know, we we had we had the 10-minute the episodes. We thought yeah. that that was good. Like, I really thought, you know, you're a podcast listener. I will say I wasn't really a podcast listener until when we started this. So, like, you enjoyed, like, kind of the longer thing. I was cool with 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes, it, it went by quick. It was fun. I think it was easy to digest. But, yes, I came into this. I listened to three-hour podcasts. Like, <laughs> so, 10 minutes. I mean, it, we got in what we needed to, though, but the people wanted more. We kept it tight. So, I don't know. You know, then we went to, with, the, with the interviews, and then we added some time. And, you know, and I thought it was cool, man. It, it still was. It felt like the same length of recording. I'll be honest with you. It just felt like it was the same. But, it goes you know, quick. You know, it that does. is what it is. So, yeah. again, episode 70, I can't believe it. It's funny. You guys should have seen us when we started. Uh, I had a, an apartment back, uh, you know, in Phoenix. I just moved here, and Cheyenne and I, we had this, like, pillow partition that we would put between the two of us when we recorded. So I'd be looking <laughs> at Cheyenne and between us, we had a pillow so that the, the, the audio didn't bounce back and forth. Uh, and we've, we've come a long way. Now we got like unidirectional mics and we just, we didn't drop some cheese on these mics. Shop. I've got my fancy microphone, obviously not today, <laughs> but <laughs> at home when I am prepared, I have my fancy little microphone. So I'm like a professional podcaster now, but we've definitely come a long way. I specifically remember starting out and we had our little intro piece that we were going to read. And, you know, I've never been a podcaster before, but it probably took us a good hour to get through this 20 second thing. <laughs> word for word right. <laughs> in the right pitch, the right tone. Um, it was, it was hard. And I was like, no, it was not easy. What we had I no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we had no clue what we were doing on that read. It was like, uh, how many years do we have between us of golf? Like we were like on the fly. I feel like a lot of, a lot of the first season was on the fly. We had, we were just trying to give the people what they wanted. You know, you know this, people got to understand like this, this, this podcast is really our, our kind of love letter to golf. Kind of the, some of the things that we wanted to say, that we've experienced or heard that people have uh, that they were experiencing. So we wanted to share those things. And then you got, you know, PR reads and this, that, and the third, and it just, you know, it didn't come out. I mean, look where we started. Our first episode was is golf racist. I looking back, Mm -hmm. I did not want to record that episode. Like I really did. I know you didn't. I did not. You were very against that one. No, I just didn't. That's not the start that I wanted to give everybody. It's like, Oh, here comes the, and then they talking about the, 
racist stuff. And then in I was like, face. I didn't want to tune half the people out. But it, yo, it actually hit. And uh, I'm, I'm glad we did that. There are conversations that need to be had and nobody else was having them. So yeah. it was it was a bold start to the podcast. But I think it kind of gave the people a taste of what we're capable of having conversations about. And we did. We continued that throughout the last two and a half years. Yeah, something that I felt like needed to be had. Like, because people like, I feel like people kind of want to sweep that under the rug. Like, there's no, there's no cultural biases when you go to the golf course, especially as a minority nowadays. Like, you know, like I went to the course today and people looked at me like I was out of place. I'm PGA professional. And it's like, if there's any place I'm supposed to feel comfortable, it's at the golf course. You know right. what I mean? Like, and they looking at me like, can I help you? Yeah, you can help me. Take my damn bag off my back, put oh. it on a cart, and get me ready to go. Where's the, where's the check in? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but, brutal. But I don't yeah, know. Like, like it happened. That one, that one, that one wasn't my favorite, but I, I enjoyed the feedback because there were so many people shot that were like, "You said it. Thank you for like saying it." Because we've we're we're not going to the golf course or we're not going to the driving range yeah. or Top Golf because we feel you know the the eyes on not us. We, we don't feel welcome and. I think the feedback, you know, in general, the feedback has been extremely positive. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for, you know, definitely. What we hear and what we've seen. And, you know, like I said, we started off with this little mic <laughs> in an apartment. <laughs> yes. And, and it, I love it because when we're recording, we never really know how it's going to be received. Never. Um, we come up with these topics a lot of times right before we record or, you know, a few hours before. And we just kind of talk about it. One of the ones that um, were my favorite that were really popular and people I think connected with was the golf bugaboos. Um, I did not want to record that episode either. <laughs> see, I think that's a good sign. When you don't want to record, it's about right. to be a good episode. It's like, I don't want to talk about this. Well, it's bullshit because then I turned out to actually be the bugaboo. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you were like, see? Told you he was bugaboo. And I, you let you walked me down the path to realize you look that up golf bugaboo in the dictionary, and it's got a big old picture of Doug Smith right there. <laughs> you set me up for that. I feel like you were listening to Beyonce like on the way in. I was because I remember that that yes. episode came out of like nowhere. It was yes. like bugaboo. How did the words go? I forgot. You're bugging me, you're bugging who? You, no, yes. you, somebody. And, yeah. Yeah, you bugging cool. me, you bugging who, moo, you, new. I don't know yeah. what the <laughs> words are. <laughs> it ain't cool. You know, it's funny you talk about that's your favorite episode because on the it's like similar lines. Mine was golf sucks. Like, mm. like golf sucks episode was therapy for me. Yeah. Like, I felt like I got to get out all the stuff that I just couldn't stand about golf. You know, from the slow play to just everything. It, it felt so like therapeutic to record yes. that. Episode. I mean, you need that. And I feel like a lot of our episodes that came out best and that, I don't know, we flowed the best were ones that we were venting because <laughs> as we all know, as golfers, it can be stressful. We go through a lot and sometimes you need these therapy sessions to vent and get it all out. So I think some of our episodes definitely doubled as therapy. Oh, absolutely. Because mental health is such a, you know, such a thing you got to worry about nowadays. So I feel like you were my therapist and I was yours and we were able to kind of use the platform of sharing, you know, our lives and experiences yes. and advice through the game of golf with the listeners and, and, you know, shout out to everybody that does listen to the podcast. Yes. I mean, it's been, it's been crazy, you know, here episode 70. Can't believe it. I thought George Gankis was fun. That was our like first guest that we had. So yeah. like, 
And that was the first time we really had to like be official journalists. You know what I mean? Like actually ask questions and listen. And yes. It's like, and of all the <laughs> people, I feel like George, George was the wrong person for our first start, but it was cool because <laughs> he was just chilling. So chill. We actually got some good content, man. I remember George, you know, asking, like, you know, we talked to him about, you know, how to pick a golf coach, you know, how should players like pick a coach? And he's like, yeah. hell, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just pick one. <laughs> But it goes to show you, but, you know, when you are picking coaches, I mean, it's it's tough because you're you're literally choosing a relationship to be in, you know, mm-hmm. and and you're going to pay for this advice. So you really got to date coaches and figure out who you kind of jive with. You know, you, you know, even through the show, Shy, you kind of dated some coaches, and we talked about <laughs> that during the. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> yes, I'm not I have dating dated the coach. Well. I'm talking about like. <laughs> trying out new coaches and their philosophies, not like actually dating the coach. Yes, I've never like, dated my golf coach or any golf coaches. For <laughs> well, the record, yes. that's straight. Yes. Cheyenne Woods okay. has never dated her coach. Continue. <laughs> I was just, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, you went through a uh, a coaching change uh, or experiment, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we were able to talk about that on the mm-hmm. podcast and let people know kind of what you were going through, the fields you were looking for, yeah. things you were struggling with. And, and like you even taught, I mean, I feel like, Shy, you really kind of opened up to people about some of the things that you were going through in the golf course. Thank you. I tried. <laughs> I tried. But I love that because we can talk about some stuff behind the scenes that people would never know about that either an amateur golfer or a professional golfer goes through when finding a coach, going through swing changes. One of my, another favorite episode of mine was when we talked to Dr. Bob Winters and talked about the mental side of the game because that's something that a lot of people don't even know how to approach. So we were able to kind of dive in. And I think even for us, we learned a lot from that episode. He was great. We're interrupting this episode because my friend Cheyenne Woods and I want to tell you about something that's changing the way that we practice putting at home. That's right. We use the Perfect Practice Putting Mat, which is trusted by more than 100 tour pros. Hey, including... Masters champion Dustin Johnson. And here's why he loves it. When I'm at home, I've got my putting mat that I can hit some putts on. When I'm on the road, I've always got one with me. You know, it keeps me consistent. That's why I've had such success this year. You can make the putts inside 10 feet, and you're going to play well. The perfect practice putting mat makes it easy for you to practice at the crib or at the office. Plus, it's kind of dope, too. Like, you can display it proud. Like, have it wherever you want to. But just use it before or after you're around, and you'll make more putts. If you're serious about shooting lower scores and you just want to stay in the house, the perfect putting mat is what you need. It's the one golf item you'll buy this year that will change your game. Go to perfectpractice.golf and use the code birdies not BS to save you some loot. Hey, you're going to save 15% on your order. Who don't want to do that? Head to perfectpractice.golf to start draining more putts. Yeah, Dr. Bob is, he's, he's such a great orator. Like he speaks yes. well, he's engaging, you know, his inflections. You want to know what he has to say. You want to hear. Yes. And like, but Dr. Bob's one of those guys is all about putting. So like, I remember like when we got, we both, we both felt like leaving and going right to the course to practice after we got done listening to that. Yes. Yes. I was motivated. I'm trying to scroll back and see what episode that, okay, that was episode um, 49. Because yeah, I know no. a lot of people out there need that one, Dr. Bob Winter. <laughs> Yo, and it's crazy, like, from the numbers perspective, that episode really, like, hit. Like, it really resonated with a lot of people. Like, Yeah, people, it did. And I think that it was kind of funny. Like, I think, you know, the mental aspect of golf is one of those things where, you don't really get a lot of information when you're watching golf channel or you're reading, you know, the golf media 
publications, like you don't, you don't get a lot of content that you can actually sit back and, and try to apply. So I thought that was very kind of interesting that we were able to get Dr. Bob on. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, we had a lot of great guests over the last 70 episodes. Um, people who are in the golf industry, not in the golf industry. And I think some of those are the most fun. Like you said, George Lopez, or we oh, talked about George Lopez. Talk George yeah, Lopez. we talked to George <laughs> Lopez. We talked to Larry Fitzgerald, um, Sage Steele. So just getting different personalities who have the commonality of loving golf. Why do you love it? How did you get into it? I think they're all conversations that we can relate to as golfers because it's a crazy game but for some reason we keep coming back yeah and it's interesting because like i don't know about you as a as a i'm a new journalist so as we're interviewing people like getting learning to create the flow and keep the conversation moving and and letting certain topics breathe like those were all new things for for me so just trying to like figure it out how to have a conversation and then be recorded now we got lights on us and mics and like <laughs> It's, no it's, it's crazy. Like, no you know, pressure. it's funny you talk about the guests. You know, I remember the Boyd Summerhays episode and shout out to Boyd, like him taking the the bread to the course, you know, when his, when Preston was mm -hmm. young and just letting them have fun and created this, this atmosphere of fun at the golf course. Go feed the ducks with a loaf of bread. Like, think about that. A loaf of bread's cheaper than a dozen balls, right? So this Very, guy was able to yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do his <laughs> thing, go, go feed them. And then now he's got a world beater son, it's just winning every yes. damn thing. Years <laughs> later, look at them now. They worked. <laughs> when I have a kid, let me get a loaf of bread and try <laughs> start dropping the crumbs. <laughs> right. And then you talk about kids too. Larry Fitzgerald episode. You remember okay. that? He was in football practice. He was at football practice. Yes. Kids in the background. He stepped away and talked to us about golf for 20 minutes. Who can say <laughs> that they <laughs> they pulled Larry Fitzgerald away from their his son's football practice to talk about golf? <laughs> I love it. You can. Yes, we, you can. We can. We can. <laughs> we can. <laughs> I love a lot of the moments, too, that people don't see behind the scenes. Um, I don't know if you guys personally know Doug, but Doug's a busy man and he, he works a lot. So sometimes when he comes into the podcast, he's a little tired. Um, some of my favorite moments are when Doug comes in to record. And he's got a nice little glass of whiskey. <laughs> you see, he's got all this energy when he comes on the pod. Got a nice glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you know i had a few white claws on some episodes yeah so. <laughs> that's a part yeah. of golf though no you it know? is and uh, you know it's funny like a lot of people don't understand shy too and, and this is you know one thing that i enjoy is you know this is this is something that we've done out of our own pocket you know i'm not mm -hmm. trying to call everybody out like you know what i'm saying but you know this has been such something that we wanted to do so bad that you know from the recording and and you know our episodes are sent out to be kind of edited as well as scrubbed and the audios are mastered and things like that. So there's a lot more than goes on and just sitting us sitting on a computer, just going back and forth, you know, you know, we, we, there are fees incurred to get the audio correct. So, you know, it's been awesome to, to share this experience and, and some of this financialness with you. <laughs> yes. No, it's <laughs> and Mighty Bell. We can't forget Mighty Bell. Yes, Mighty Bell, the MVP of the podcast. Yeah. Our it's, producer, for those of you who don't know, and also Doug's wife. And yeah, and creator. It was and her idea. Yes. Like that's the crazy thing the too. Like yes. she was like, Y'all should do a podcast. I was like, what the hell do we know? <laughs> and look at us now, 70 episodes in. I can't believe 70, man. I feel like I should get a cake. Where the cake at? Right, for real. <laughs> some cake, some champagne. Some something, man. But 
Sean, what you know, what is it about this damn game that keeps you just coming back? Like, what, what is it? Like, we're chasing a white ball around grass. I think it's something we all try to figure out. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. It's just some secret thing about golf that keeps you coming back. We all have had the bad days, but you've had the good days. And I think that's what it is we love about golf. There's always something to work on. It's never anything that you can truly master. You can always be better. There's so many aspects of the game that you can be creative. You can try different things. You have your good days. You have your bad days. But it's just so addicting in a sense that it's a forever journey. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's, I love it. Is, it. is it the fact that you can't win? Like, is that, like, what it should be, be like demoralizing. Winning golf? What, what do you think? No, I don't know. I'm just saying, it, when you go play, it's a game you can't really win yeah, unless you're playing against people. You can beat them. But, like, I don't know. There's something about just trying to get that damn ball to do what you want it to do. Like, yeah. like make it go high, go low, curve left, curve right. You know what I mean? And, or just and, hit the fairway. <laughs> I don't even know why you say stuff like that because well, you don't miss Because I know a lot of people just want to hit the fairway. I yeah. hear it all the time. No, no, I, I do. I do. But, <laughs> you know, it's funny when we talk to Steve Malbin, man, he's just in the backyard just sitting, smoking, chilling, having a good time yeah. with life. Chilling. And just the, the people that we've been able to connect with, you know, via the pot, you know, a lot of people, you know, were our friends. But George, like you said, George Lopez, Steve Malbin, we really didn't know those guys, you mm-hmm. know, coming in. And, and um, you know, I don't know Earl. Or excuse me, I know Earl. I don't know Olajuwon, the East Side golf guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so. It was it was dope to get them in here to talk about you know the new era of fashion bringing people together the game like um, it was fun to to hear their story and how the, mm-hmm. they are where they are. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there's so many people in this golf industry that it's interesting to hear their perspectives. You know, obviously you always hear from tour players, coaches, but what about the people who have the startups in the apparel industry or the athletes who are trying to just find their I don't know, confidence on the golf course off the field. Um, but so many different perspectives to hear from. And so I think that's why I loved having guests on because that was something new after season one. And we weren't that's, sure how it was going to go, but yeah. I think we've it, learned a lot. It's funny that you call, you said confidence just now because this show was pitched to us to be called Golfidence. Yes. Mm, it didn't stick, obviously. I feel like that was It PS. was creative. It was creative. Okay. It was creative, but it was, I don't think it hit how hell Marty Bell called it. Like, I'm guess I'm calling my own wife out. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, she wanted to call the show Golfidence, and we got we gave it a quick no. We can't no. Golf come on, what the hell is that anyway? I don't even know. I don't even is. know how we came up with Birdies Not BS. I don't know how that came, but I I love it. It stuck and <laughs> and it makes sense. So, Shaw, we got a question from my man, Big T, founded for 18. Yo, he responded to a post that we put up on IG. He said, rank in order of what you'd like to do best. Tee shot, approach shot, short game. Tee shot, approach shot, short game. Which which one do you, you know, which one do you like to do best? Um, I'm going to just go backwards. Short game first, approach shot second, tee shots last. See, I'm I'm weird. I just, I... I'm just going to mix those up a little bit. I'm, okay. I'm tee shot, short game, pro shot. You can get the ball and play and keep it out there. Yeah. Hey, hopefully you don't stress out all the rest of the stuff. Ooh, That's what, true. Uh, I feel like short, you, game, short game, no matter what, if you are off with your approach, if you're off with your tee shots, you'll be good. So I think we'll, we'll both be good with that lineup. 
So, Cheyenne, as we wind down our 70th episode, what are your takeaways going to be from Birdie's Not BS? I mean, we've met a lot of great people. We've had a lot of great conversations. We've sparked some great conversations. Um, And I've loved every minute of it. You know, we've had 70 episodes and I'm sad. I'm so sad to say this is my final episode with you, Doug, with Birdie's Not BS. Um, But I'm always going to be here if you ever need, you know, I can hop in and give it, be a little guest (laughs) co-host. Remember good old times. But um, this is going to be my last episode. So I'm super bummed, but I'm always here to support and um, always here if you do need a, you know, co-host here or there. Co-homie. Hey, Shai, it's <laughs> been a pleasure to get this idea off the ground over the last, you know, three seasons, three and a half years. You know, I've known you for a long time. Mm, uh, very long this time. Has been, this has been a great opportunity for me to, to join you and, and reach out to the masses to talk about the game that we love. So I do want to thank you. You know, Marty Bell and I both love you to death. Yeah. And we know that you got all kinds of stuff coming up for people to, to to see you and still, you know, touch and feel Cheyenne Woods. So we wish you all the luck and just thank you for for being a part of this with us and 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 growing something out of nothing. Yeah, no, this has been fun. I mean, something again, something out of nothing. We started from scratch. We built this thing up. Um, so I'm just so happy to have been a part of it. And I appreciate you all. Absolutely. So I'm holding tryouts coming up soon. We're going to have <laughs> Try. <laughs> you could be here. This We're gonna have trials. Birdie's not be. We're gonna do an Instagram contest <laughs> with everything. No, but um, Shab, we love you to death. We wish you all the best, all all success. Uh, but, but the show goes on. So we got to figure out what we're gonna do next. But I'll still be here talking golf. So hey, uh, thank you so much. Birdie's not BS. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Shy, we love you to death, yes. and uh, it's been an honor. Thank you, guys. I can't wait to tune in to the next episode at Birdies Not BS. Hey, be sure to tune in next week. Follow, like, share, and get your questions in on well, damn sure won't be Cheyenne's DMs no more. But <laughs> feel free to slide along. in. <laughs> yeah, if you can forward those over. <laughs> so uh, thank you again, Shy. Hey, tune in next week. Got more content for you. Birdies Not BS. We're right here. I'll let you.